Are you with us? We want to be vindicated. I was looking at your play. <laughs> We've been waiting. We already worked <laughs> out. We ran 32 ounces of water. We are ready. <laughs> oh, he answered my question already. I'll tell you, you know, so hold on, because you guys deserve an introduction, and then, and then I'm going to tell my little story to you. But hold on, because I'm going to start over, and I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this, but you guys just hang tight for a second because – with good-looking guys like this, they need an introduction. That's it, man. You're waking up to the vibe with us this morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be fit or fat. Take your pick. <laughs> I'm going to change some ways, so I brought in my therapist today. <laughs> we have Chris Gross, a personal trainer at Orange Theory Fitness and also owner of Beyond the Bite Nutrition. I love the name of that company, man. That's Thank pretty you. cool. And then we got Mike Galtieri, franchise partner, director of operations, and personal trainer with Orange Theory Fitness. Gentlemen, gentlemen, sorry to keep you waiting this morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Hey, how you doing? All right. So, that was my mess. My mess, man. Joey, what, one question. I can only see myself. I can't see... Like, you're on the bottom, but I can't see Mikey and Chris. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to bribe you of that. Uh, <laughs> I can see it on my laptop, but I'll keep looking down. Your day is not going to be complete unless we figure this out. What do you mean? Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't, don't worry know. about it. Don't worry. Yeah, about but it. it's it's on your end. If you look back, uh, you'll might you might see speaker view, different views. Can you hear them? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to roll. It is on, it's on my end, so let's All keep right. Going. So we're going to roll with this, and uh, my apologies. Mike, I, I got up early. I got up 4 o'clock this morning. I was so prepared because I wanted the show with you on it was going to be flawless. I said, I said to Rebecca, 10 of 7, I'm so prepared. All I got to do is hit the go button. I go, and it's never like that. And I hit the go button, and it has not gone right since. <laughs> so, hey, let, let's start. I want to know what your workout was this morning. We're going we're gonna to talk to our viewing audience and figure all that out and, and give some good advice today. But what, what, what went on this morning with the two of you? What time? What time so did us, it's Maybe now we would recommend for everybody. We've been exercising and strength training since we were about 13, 14 years old. So <laughs> uh, we did some some power cleans, some bench pressing, some kettlebells, some body weight stuff. And uh, that's we've kind of acquired the equipment over the years. Your typical person in a pandemic doesn't have all that you know, <laughs> waiting for them in the bullpen. So they would. And I wouldn't recommend they do all those things either without a trainer. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Chris! Do you do you? I know you know we're in a pandemic, and it looks like you guys are at someone's house. Uh, do you guys live nearby, or you're that dedicated? You drive miles to work out with Mike. Yeah, I mean we're about probably 15 minutes apart, so not too bad. But I mean we've okay. had workouts in the morning where we both, you know, drove 25, 30 minutes to go work out at a park somewhere, or you know, whatever, which is a kettlebell and, and something else. So it all depends on the day and, and kind of what we feel like doing. Sometimes it's nice to just go for a little drive in the morning, be out of the house for a couple hours safely. So nice. Nice. I have to show you guys something real quick. I, I'm hoping you can see this. Um, tell me if you can see my screen. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I want to show you my workout this morning. All right. You ready? This was my workout this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's, I just, Chris, I wanted you to know where the starting point was here. You know, this is what you're dealing with. We call it baseline. Baseline. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So let's, let's start here. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Chris. Tell me, just give me a brief background, you know, uh, who you are and, and what brought you to the, to the nutritional side of things. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually started my career in fitness um, a little over three years ago with Orange Theory. Um, I had played football throughout my whole life, high school and collegially at Union. I graduated from Union in 2011. Uh, and then I just went and worked uh, pretty much in sales and operations for a couple of years. And I had always known that like fitness, strength, conditioning was the path I wanted to go down. Um, and it was just a matter of continuing to educate myself and find the right opportunity and actually joined Orange Theory as a member when they first opened in Gilderland. 
And about three or four months later, um, I was lucky enough to get brought on when um, they, they launched Clifton Park. So um, coaching there for the past three years or so, um, I've really tried to expand not only my knowledge of training and strength and conditioning, but in, in other areas of health and fitness. And that kind of brought me down the path of um, nutrition. Um, and when I did a certification through Mike Boyle Strength and Conditioning a couple of years ago, they highly recommended um, Precision Nutrition, which is what I um, finished um, probably about five or six months ago and then kind of got the the wheels spinning on, on Beyond the Bite, which really probably wouldn't have gotten the kickstart that it needed without the lockdown going into place. So silver lining through all this, it kind of, you know, gave me a little kick in the butt to, to get the ball rolling with, with the nutrition coaching as well. Yeah. Well, making a, a positive thing come out of something that's, you know, just kind of a crappy situation, right? Yeah. For sure. So Mike, um, for, for the viewing audience, not for me, <laughs> because I do know you, <laughs> um, but man, that your title just gets longer and longer. I mean, your business card must be like, you know, it's like, is this your, it's like this, Mike's business card. <laughs> give us a, give our, our viewing audience a, a little background of, of your, your, your position today. Yeah. So for, I'm sure there's some Amsterdamers on the, uh, you know, watching, waking up the five I see. So I started at Alpen House Fitness a while back, probably almost eight or nine or 10 years ago or so. And, Started as a personal trainer. I actually started as working the desk and then started as a personal trainer and advanced into like a head trainer role and then became the general manager and uh, still was involved in training. And from there, I decided to go over to Orange Theory Fitness. And that was our very first one in the area. Truthfully, I didn't even try the workout. I knew it was science and technology backed. And I always felt that that's the direction that we're all going as we sit here on Zoom. Yeah, right. (laughs) I jumped into that and we've had wild success and we have a great community and culture and we have a great workout and we've grown. We started with the one in Niskuna. We have four in the capital region. We have three in Rochester and now two in Buffalo. And I've had the opportunity to become a franchise partner in four of our nine locations. And I'm the director of operations of all nine locations. So that's wow. Impressive Mikey. Yeah, you know, he, to go to work and enjoy what you do. I'll tell you that much. That's it. Yeah. I just I just said that to my son yesterday. You know, we were talking about he just got his master's degree this week, actually, and uh, and, and and he's landscaping. He he got his master's degree right, and he's landscaping, he's and, he, and he's telling me how he you know he's like that. I just like can't believe I'm landscaping. I said, well, listen, <laughs> do what you love, man. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. Do what you love. <laughs> So uh, here's what I want to do today. Um, obviously, we have uh, two qualified individuals in front of us. And, and I was thinking this morning, uh, I was joking when I said this was, I don't even know if you were on the air when I was saying this, that it, this is all about me <laughs> and my my fitness program. What's that? Say it again. Trying to get a free consultation on yeah. this. Every time I see you, man, I'm all about free. So, uh, you know, yeah, tell me about it. That's right. That's right. Even my co-host is free. Now, but but uh, it, what what really made me ask you guys to be on the show is because I'm thinking, you know, we're in this pandemic, right? And everybody's staying home and uh, they're supposed to be staying home. And, and, and I think it's really starting to wear people out a little bit, but but, you know, I will speak for myself where, you know, you find yourself binge eating because for no reason, no reason, not even hungry. Okay. I have no idea why I'm eating in right. the morning. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs at 6 a.m. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> so I want to speak to the to the person watching the show. Who might be. And I know a lot of people dealing with this, like you go grocery oh, yeah. shopping Right. And then you're then you're home with all these groceries and you're not leaving the house. And, you know, it's like every two minutes you're in the refrigerator. And then there's the the whole uh, the liquor stores are doing very well this time of year. I can tell you that. Um, so I, I want I want to talk about those two things. I want to talk about like, like, all right. So if you if you I don't know, what what can we say and do to help people, yeah. people like myself? Well, I want to pass it off to Chris because I want to note that, you know, while I've been in strength training and exercise and I have a very good understanding of nutrition, both my wife and I were looking for something because we knew going into the pandemic, like, it's not easy. You're trapped in a house. And as a parent, you, you end up eating all your kids' food. At least I do. I don't know. <laughs> 
you hate to throw in a nice uh, egg sandwich in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We knew that we wanted to, for somebody to hold us accountable and and even just educate us more on that. It was something fun that we could do together. So we subscribed to Chris and his other partner, Mike Dunn, and we're seeing great results. I've decreased my body fat. I'm down about 12 pounds. Brittany looks probably like she could be in the best shape of her life. So we're, we're actually in the prime of our physically in the pandemic. And a lot of it that people can control is the nutrition piece. And I think it's a lot more simple um, than people may realize. And, and using my fitness pal and Chris's service, I'll let him speak to that. But I think that's probably what people can take most of. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And, and a lot of that is of course, anxiety and stress related. And a lot of times when, you know, we have, um, people that come to us and they say, you know, I'm, I'm just eating everything. I I'm eating every two hours. I'm finding myself eating junk when I'm not hungry. It really comes down to like trying to just figure out why that is. And you know, right now the, the answer is pretty simple. There's a lot is a high stress time. People are anxious. People are stuck in their houses. Some people have multiple hats on business person, teacher, parent. So it, it's understandable how to get there. So I think what we try to do to, to help um, those who are struggling with that is to strategize, not necessarily to say like, just don't eat. Like that's very easy to do, but like, okay, this is, this is the reality that we're in right now. How can we make this situation the best possible situation? So, you know, a lot of that comes down to shopping strategy and what you're putting in your house. So what we like to suggest is that when, when people go shopping, you don't have to eliminate every single treat that you like, you know what I mean? It's okay to have some of that stuff around, but what we try to recommend is the majority of your purchases and, and kind of how you set up your, your pantry and your refrigerator is something that's going to be uh, a nutritious choice with, with few calories. So a nutrient dense food that's low in calories. So if you're someone who likes sweets and you're like, man, I just can't get away from sweets every couple hours, I find my hand in a bag of chocolate chips or, or something like that. Okay. So you, you like sweets. Let's not eliminate that. But instead of the chocolate chips, Let's try to buy fruits, strawberries, blueberries, maybe some sliced up watermelon. Keep that at the front of your refrigerator. Make it very easily accessible. And the same with things in your pantry, like very, you know, nutrient-dense, low-calorie types of of foods like dried fruit without any sugar added or or something like that. Something that you'll like um, but delivers on on kind of those things that I mentioned because having that stuff available to you, a lot of times it's just the the mental – like fixation that you want to go grab something and eat it. So if you're opening your fridge and you see, okay, it's, you know, fruit, watermelon, cantaloupe or something, you'll grab that and eat that rather than a piece of chocolate. And at the end of the day, it's, if you're doing that a few times a day versus having a chocolate bar or or something every couple hours, you're going to be in a lot better uh, shape physically and and mentally, of course. Yeah, that's good advice. I, I actually like what you said, which is something I've never thought about. Keep it in the front of your refrigerator. Cause, yeah. And that's so true. When it's buried in the back, you're throwing it away in four or five days, right? Yeah, you don't know it's there. You just don't feel like digging, digging it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't think my refrigerator has a back. <laughs> so, where all the vegetables hang and go bad. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, it's one thing to, to have the fruits and the vegetables, but I don't know who told me this one time. Mike, it might have even been you. <laughs> but Probably. can you actually eat too much fruit? Well, I want to. I'll jump in on that. I just want to say what what has worked for Brittany and I on Chris's plan. I think my Fitness Pal is a free app, and every single week, Mike and Chris we friend them on there. It's like a, it's got its own social networking type of play, and they're going to check everything we eat. So it's. The grocery stores have done a great job of making things very easy to read the, the calories and all the macronutrients on the back. And we, we simply scan everything we're eating. We put it into our app. These guys calculate a number. Here's how many calories. Here's, here's how much protein, carbs, and fat. And if you choose to, to eat all of your food before 12 o'clock, that's on you. But that accountability <laughs> and just knowing what you're taking in, if you just snack all day and grab stuff, you're not registering this stuff into your brain like, oh, yeah, I ate a, a half a Snickers bar. If it's small enough, you just throw it in, you keep it moving, it never even happened. And right. I think that, that happens with a lot of people. And when they, when you punch in your, your numbers on your MyFitnessPal, it's telling you all day you have 900 calories left, you have 100 grams of carbs. And then you make the decisions to put in the good foods that, you know, the better the food, you'll get more results from that. But as long as you're staying inside of the numbers that they're prescribing to you, 
you're going to see results. So I think that that's uh, something that's really helped us stay accountable is before you eat a bagel with cream cheese, no, when you put that into a calorie counter once or twice, you're not, it's just not <laughs> worth it. You'd rather have yeah. a lot more chicken and veggies. You want to eat more food rather than one thing that has 800 calories and 60 grams of carbs. And exactly. It's so helped us. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, I, I can, I, I think, you know, and, and, Prior to this pandemic, I actually joined a place down here in Raleigh, and I found it difficult to just track on on the app. And then that's what we were using is my fitness pal. I, I felt like by the fourth day, and and I'm probably not alone, but it was like, oh my gosh, you know, the guy would say, well, so what did you eat today? Because you didn't put it in the app. Mm-hmm. And you really got to be committed, obviously, right? Yeah, and just speaking to that for a second and it's probably a little too early for this message, but with the pandemic, we, we found out that people that are obese, people that have diabetes, uh, just overweight and and unhealthy people are a target for this pandemic. And I don't think that this is going to be the, and I'm not a scientist by any means, but I don't think this is going to be the last that we're going to see a pandemic hit our country and hit the world. You know, I think that we all need to start being a little more accountable and recognize that our body is the vehicle that we're driving through life and we'll spend money and we'll invest and, and you know, be disciplined in so many different areas of our life. You're super disciplined with your show. Yeah. Um, you, the second you said you're going to be on the show, you text me a time. You're giving, you know, you're very strict and disciplined, you're disciplined in, in your career and, we all have these things, but for some reason, when it comes to fitness and nutrition, which is essentially the most important thing, what else actually matters? If you're right. not healthy, right. it doesn't matter if you make a quarter million bucks a year. It doesn't matter if you drive a nice car. It doesn't matter if you're a great father. All that matters if you have to be there for your family. So I think now people need to accept that and say, I need to take responsibility and, and, and not everybody knows that's, you know, and that's unfortunate. So you have to invest some money. You have to get a, a nutrition counselor, a nutritionist, or a personal trainer for a short period of time and listen, take in the information and then you can move on from that. And it doesn't cost you a buck to maintain it. But I just right. think that now is more important than ever that we start taking our health and our fitness very, very serious. And if, if we don't, then I, I think we're just being irresponsible as parents, as adults, as co-workers as peers and agree that's that's about as deep as i'll go on that but i've been wanting to say that for a while because i I, you hate to see people in fear and i'm scared of it as well but i know that right now physically i'm prepared for it now i'm not prepared for it mentally and i'm not prepared for financially none of us really are for that but right right physically that's one thing that i can control i can't control the economy i can't control the politicians but I can control my physical body. So that's something I've that's right. taken ownership of. Yeah. It's that's okay, good. But, but, you know, especially times like now, you realize if you have your health, you really have everything. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, like you said, if, if we could find any type of positives to come out of something like this, is that I, I do believe people will become more health conscious to, to give themselves the best chance if something like this happens again. I mean, you could be the healthiest person in the world and, and something like this comes along and, and unfortunately, you know, you could still have issues with it. But setting yourself up to just be in the best position you can so if something does happen, you're, you're in the best position possible to not really get affected too, too negatively by it. Yeah, very well, very well said from both of you. Seriously, absolutely, um, it's it's an eye opener, and and it's one of the reasons why I wanted you to be on this show because I talk to a lot of people throughout my day, and I'm hearing the same thing over and over, and I know I'm not alone. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, you just can't watch yourself dwindle your health anyway, right? Your body's not dwindling; <laughs> it's going the opposite way, right? But Chris, where where does um, you know everybody says, well, you know, alcohol, you got you should quit drinking, right? Because it messes with your metabolism. Can you just elaborate on that? Like, yeah, I know, push the IPA beers aside, but, but kind of lay it out for me, man. Sure. So when it comes to alcohol, you will always see things on Instagram or any social media thing about oh, metabolism hack this and that. So I don't necessarily get into anything 
with regard to like consuming a certain thing to kickstart your metabolism. I think there's some things that will help your metabolic rate increase, like increasing your lean muscle mass. And, and there's some stuff with that. But when it comes to alcohol, what people have to understand is there's, you just have to recognize the trade-off. So alcohol is pretty much empty calories. There's three major macronutrients plus alcohol, which is actually a macronutrient in itself, which a lot of people don't realize. We coach on proteins, fats, and carbs, which are the, the basically the staples of any diet. So in addition to that, there's also alcohol, which is a macronutrient. So alcohol is seven calories a gram. So it doesn't contain any of those other things. Some beers and, and some liquors and wines, of course, have some light carbs, but nothing that's going to be um, something that will help you get towards your targets if you're tracking your macros. So you have to take the trade off and basically say like, okay, I have, you know, if you're operating on a calorie count and you have 500 calories left in the day, what's going to be more beneficial to your goals? Is it 500 calories worth of red wine or is it 500 calories worth of grilled chicken, vegetables, and a cup of rice or something like that, you know, just for an example. So while it might not directly negatively impact your, your metabolism, the sacrifice for what you're giving up to replace those calories will, or if you're still eating and hitting your calorie goal and then consuming the alcohol on top of it, now you're putting yourself in a caloric surplus, which again has very little nutritional value. So it's more than likely going to be stored as body fat than anything else. But some sometimes right. people think that, well, I'm not going to eat today because uh, <laughs> I don't play I don't play this game. But I'm not going to eat today because tonight <laughs> I plan to have a good time, right? And I know yeah. some people actually I've, I've heard people say that. It's like that makes no sense. Yeah, and I, well, no. I think that when you're trying to find balance, um, if it's you know once in a while where you're planning on going out on a Saturday night and having a few drinks, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing to budget some calories for that if you're trying to stay within a specific number. Um, but the trade-off is never even value, right? So, like, if you're trading off, kind of like I mentioned, at, you know, 500 calories of proteins, carbs, and fats, which is coming from um, a good lean protein source, some type of meat, um, good vegetables. Those also pack a ton of micronutrients, vitamins and minerals that are essential to your body's function and will help your body metabolize different things versus alcohol. It's calories and it's going to do things like obviously probably get you drunk and also dehydrate. So the next day you're, you're already starting, you know, a little bit in the hole to, to kind of get out of that. So again, you can do that at the end of the day, if, if your main goal is, is body weight gain or loss, it's all about the calories. You need to be in a deficit to lose weight. You need to be in a surplus to gain weight. But again, right. there's, there's a lot that goes into just the calories, um, you know, with regard to those other things. Do you think it's important that uh, when somebody does start to diet, uh, whether they're consuming alcohol or not, like is, is taking multivitamins and, you know, make sure you take your B12 and make sure is that important when it comes to weight loss or are you getting that from when you start eating healthy, you're getting all your nutrients for the most part, but should you take a multivitamin? Uh, here's the thing with vitamins. It, it's never going to hurt somebody usually to take vitamins, but the reality is you can waste a lot of money because you don't, without blood work, you don't necessarily know what you're deficient in. And more often than not, if you're eating a well-balanced diet with different colored vegetables um, and different fruits and things like that, you're probably going to be getting most of the nutrients and vitamins that you, your body does need. So you could be taking a vitamin that you're spending, you know, a uh, uh, 50 bucks a month on for these different vitamins that you're already fine on. And you don't know unless you get the blood work done. So for like multivitamins, it, it's, you know, a lot of people do that just to check the box. But for me, like if you're eating a well-balanced diet of those things, it's not necessary. If you're really concerned about like vitamins and things you should supplement with, the only way to really dial in on that and get the best bang for your buck when you're purchasing supplements is to, is to get blood work done and see if you're deficient in, in any one of them. Typically a lot of people are deficient in, um, magnesium deficient in zinc and vitamin D. So if, if, if I had to generally recommend any vitamins or supplements for anyone, it would probably be those things. Um, but again, without actually knowing you could just be wasting your money because you could be fine on some of those things. So, right. Right. What, what about water? So water, water hydration is probably the most, um, the, the biggest area where we see people falling short when they first start with us. And what most people think is a lot of water is nowhere near scratching the surface of, of what they need. So we, we actually, uh, for our program, we have a report card that we send out kind of like Mike was saying, uh, and each week and each of our members is assigned to basically fill that out with how much water you drink per day, 
along with your, your calories and your macros. So we track water because that's so big, not only for bodily function, of course, but just for recovery and just um, kind of getting your, your body like to, to function and digest properly. If you're dehydrated, everything that you do nutritionally, like when you go to exercise, it's an, it, it, you're not getting the most out of it because if your muscles are really like dried out and they don't have the lubrication, you're just going to be not moving as well. And your exercise itself just isn't going to be as, as high quality as it could be. And not to mention everything else that comes with um, hydration. It, it can provide, like if you're looking to cut weight, hydration can flush out a lot of excess like water retention that your body might be holding on to, to, you know, preserve some, some water that it has in there if you're not actually consuming it. Is, there a- is this too much? I drink two a day. <laughs> I would say two of I'm those like- are pretty good. Usually what we recommend is about like um, two-thirds of your body weight in ounces of water. So if you're somebody who weighs, you know, 250 pounds, you're probably going to be on at least, you know, 150 ounces of water a day. Wow, it's a lot of water when you think it's about a lot, it. Yeah. <laughs> so you think about it. Times they've prescribed me that, and I didn't realize that all these years I've been not hydrated at all. And since I've been doing that, I feel so much better. Number one, so you do I. Coffee, um, you're not hungry, nearly as right. much as you think you are, and you just physically feel better. Even, even your you skin, a little bit in your eye, you look a little bit more awake. You know? yeah. So hydration is—it's been. I've really just noticed that more than anything that me I've been too. for a while. So. No well, doubt about it. Too. Our muscles are something like 70% water. So if you're depriving them of that, you're just not going to, you know, re- remove exercise. You're not, you get up from out of a chair and go to walk. You're just not, if you're super dehydrated all the time, you're just not going to feel good. Right. Yeah. You know, but when you put it in terms of, of um, the amount of water, <laughs> I think I drink a lot of water. You know, I, I, I kill one of these, I don't know. Maybe every three hours, and I'm thinking I'm drinking a lot of water, and I throw a lemon in there, and I'm thinking I'm the king, right? Truth is, I need to drink probably ten of these a day. You need to start by getting a bigger one. <laughs> no true Bubba. story. I have been yeah. told that before. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so where 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 was I? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, well, you know, I'm quick like that. What can I tell you? Um, I'm going to switch gears here for a second. And Chris, thank you for that because it's yeah, def- it definitely great. some good, you know, it seems so easy. It seems common sense a lot of times when you hear these things. But the truth is, that's why you need a coach and that's why you need somebody who definitely knows what they're talking about. And I'm not just running around guessing. Yeah, I think I need to drink like five or six of these a day. No, you, drink, you need to drink 10 of those a day, you know. Uh, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit and I'm going to throw this over to you, Mike. Uh, the pandemic, it, you know, I'll, I'll take Raleigh, for instance, it's going to rain all week this week. And it's the first time in, in eight months. But uh, we were getting a lot of rain this week. So people are trapped in their houses and they're not out moving around. I mean, uh, I mean, what what should be the 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 process here should i be waking up doing yoga i don't know yeah. man i think all movement helps and they a lot of people use the term movement as medicine i think we all should be moving but if, if it's raining out and it's blistering upstate new york i know we've been following the weather we had a nice weekend but it's really been shitty up here right i know yeah. i get it, it. and i'm not using it as an opportunity to plug orange theory but what i'll say is they created if you go on youtube and search orange theory at home workouts they did an amazing job, and, and the reason being, they took into consideration that most people don't have dumbbells, kettlebells. I have logs, kegs I can press. That's all in my, in my garage. That's not normal, okay? Right. I'm glad so, you acknowledged that. <laughs> so, you know, they actually write the workouts using kind of like the water jug that Rebecca has and using stuff that's in your house. Even some yep. people are using pets for squats. And they put you through a 45-minute to a one-hour workout. Um, and, and, again, they really take into consideration that people don't have the resources and don't have the kettlebells and the dumbbells and the barbells. So highly recommend that. And, and that kind of answers your question because it's free. Um, they have a, a team of professionals that put the workouts together, and, and they're well thought out and, and well written. So I've, I've enjoyed uh, some of those. So there's there for somebody to go take advantage. I'm sorry, Beck, for someone to, to take advantage of that, okay. there's no cost. No cost. It's really, we, we awesome. designed it for our members. Uh, our corporate team designed it. 
But what we've found is that a lot of people that are non-members are checking it out. And from a business perspective, that's great. We hope that those people eventually come to Orange Theory. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not really thinking about making money. We're not charging for it. We hope that everyone can benefit from it. And not everybody's going to want to walk into the studio and do the workout. So it's, I don't know if they'll continue to do it after everything is all said and done, but I know there's a few hundred studios now that are back opened up and it's still up and running. So Orange Theory at home workouts on YouTube and it's, it's all levels of fitness and it, they're really good workouts. Awesome. Like your, do they have yoga on there? They don't do yoga, but I believe that they do the stretching block. They right? do have a flexibility block at the end. That's about perfect workout anywhere between five and 10 minutes. So you get a good perfect. warm up and cool down with that too. So, okay. Yeah. They I'm have it. it. They have it for uh, beginners as well. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's really in, in orange theory in its own is really an all, you know, pretty much all levels of fitness. And that's because we wear heart rate monitors, but the way they wrote these workouts, uh, they knew that there were going to be some people that aren't members that are, just want to get moving, you know, everybody yeah. start to feel that. And uh, it's, they'll awesome. always offer like an option, which could be an easier variation and they'll offer you some challenges, which could be harder variation. So it's right. definitely tough workouts. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this one at, at both of you. Uh, and and I, I think it's a concern of many, but then others don't care, but it's our youth. Okay. So now, you know, kids are home from school where, you know, lunch hour was a half an hour. They went and they had their lunch at school. And now it's not just the, it's not just people like myself sitting home and eating all the groceries in two days, but you've got kids now. They're not as active as they used to be. They're not out playing basketball because of, right. of the social distancing. They're not playing any sports. What, what can we say to our youth when it comes to both nutrition, but also exercise? Yeah. What well, I think. To flip it a little bit, I think we can start with the parents because, you know, my kids observe my wife and I exercising all the time and they're young, four and six years old. But I think, you know, leadership starts just like that. Like they should be oh, yeah. their parents moving. So to go back to what we were talking about earlier, not only is it your responsibility to take care of your body so you can be there for your family, but also so you're setting the standard for your children. So that's just one thing I want to put out there. But um. I think that uh, just getting, if assuming the weather as well, like we've gone on a lot of like simple hikes and just have gone to a lot of like the nature preserves and walked and got our kids outside as much as possible. But you're talking the 13 to mm-hmm. 20 year olds who, you know, are probably dialed into Fortnite for nine and a half hours a day. I'm just <laughs> oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah. So uh, my advice to them would be to just get outside as much as you can. And and it doesn't even have to be, you don't have to get out there and run wind sprints, even though they could or or lift weights, just, just walking every single day and just breathing in some fresh air and and keeping your body moving for, I mean, if you're that, that age, a couple hours a day, at least, because I think we are going to see in five to 10 years that there's a generation out there that's kind of crippled themselves because we haven't, we've gotten so into, you know, social media and technology and, and there's a lot of benefits that come with that stuff as well. I'm not mm-hmm. here to slay that, but um, I think we're going to find that people aren't going to be as fit as they used to be, we'll say. Yeah. So, right. And I think like for younger kids too, a lot of that is we'll, we'll kind of show off what Mike said, like the leadership starts with the parents. I think involving them in the process of movement and eating well is, is a huge way to get them to buy in. So like, for example, if you have young kids and you know, they're home, all they want to do is eat junk food. They never want to eat their vegetables, involve them in the process of, you know, choosing, Hey, like, I'm going to let you choose what vegetables we have tonight, bring them to the store with you, you know, if you can do it safely and, and they'll be more inclined to, to, you know, start thinking, Oh, like I'm, I actually do enjoy this. I get to pick the vegetables. I'm going to help cook them involving them in the process. Not only will educate them and set them up for the future, but will also help them now to do the things that are, that are going to be beneficial to them. Yeah. That's great advice. And how many times we, we really don't do that. You know, we look for the opportunity to go to the grocery store without them because, you know, they're they're having their temper tantrums in the aisle because they can't have the Twinkies. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But now you can order online. So maybe you can do it together online. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. That that is. Is there, you know, speaking of that, Beck, that's a great point. Is there 
a recommendation that you have for buying nutritionist, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, just healthy food online. I mean, a lot of times I think, when I think online food, I think sodium. I don't know why. Like, how does it last in a box? The thing about Instacart is you can actually buy fresh produce and they'll deliver it right to you. Yeah, they, absolutely. They're just going to a store and kind of picking everything up for you. So, like, you can, on that app, you can tap into any of your local grocery stores exactly. and go through and, and just choose what you want. So you can get fresh produce, frozen produce is typically fine where you see the increase in sodium is like canned goods and stuff. So it, it, even doing it online, it's still easy to get like the, the whole food type um, foods in. Right. Right. Cool. Sure. Yep. Man, so much good stuff. Now, what about Mike? I'm going to throw this one at you because the one thing when I, when I joined the place down here in Raleigh, he had me doing these planks. And and I don't think I ever disliked anything in my entire life. I'm sorry, man. Is it is it that important? And I'm I'm not being a wise guy. I really I, I just don't enjoy that part of a workout. Well, I think that I know. I'm I agree. I, I don't really love planks myself either, but I do know that you need them. And there's a lot of different ways you can accomplish core training. But one thing you have to think about when you're training your core is that your trunk is pretty much like the engine in your body. And if you have a weak core, it's going to, your whole foundation is just going to start to crumble. So I think that, you know, building a strong core has got to be a top priority in any strength training or exercise program. And it's going to, you know, prevent back pain. It's going to help with your posture. Um, And overall, like I said, it's kind of the engine to your vehicle. I was kind of hoping for a different answer. (laughs) (laughs) Just bat on your belly like this every day for 20 seconds. (laughs) You know, the other thing that, you know, we're seeing on TV, you've got Noom, you've got Weight Watchers, you got Keto, you got... This stuff is coming at you at 100 miles an hour. You almost sit there in front of the TV paralyzed going... Uh, what is all this? Like, how do you even know what's right for you? Where do you start? You just experiment and blow a lot of money and try them all and none of them work. <laughs> well, I that's think what they want. That's yeah. what they, it is what they want. One thing that's in common with all of them is like the caloric deficit. I'll let, that's Chris's line of work, but that you can speak to that. That's- yeah. I, I would say like with all those different, whether it's kilo or keto, paleo, all these million different things that you see out there. The key is finding something that works for you. And when I say something that works for you, it's not something that like you can see quick results with for a week or two weeks and then fall off. It's something that you can realistically be consistent with forever because it's not, you you know, when people think diet, it's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm going to go on this diet for a month, drop the weight. And then, and then, well, it's like, and then what, and then you're going to go back into your normal routine and, and put on everything you lost. So you have to think of it like as a lifestyle and long-term and typically with very restrictive diets, like keto, for example, there's definitely, I'm sure a lot of health benefits to it and, and eating that style, but realistically eliminating a third of your foods is what you're essentially doing. If you're not having carbs, can you sustain that forever? If you're somebody who can, and you don't see any negative health in, um, implications from it, like long-term great, then do it. Most people can't operate that way long-term. So what we like to always recommend, and, and this is the, the basis for all of those things is that your diet is based around whole foods. So minimally processed foods, real fruits, real vegetables, real lean proteins. Um, and if you have that more often than not, you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's good. Well, you know, as a as a, it sometimes I find it as a uh, I'm not single, uh, but as somebody who lives alone, I'll go out and I'll buy you know the spinach, the broccoli, the Brussels sprouts, and I'm like, I come home like I'm just gonna knock this out of the park, and then it's like, how much of this stuff can you eat? And then five days later, you know, the spinach is bad. So like, I, I'm starting to think I, I really I, I and with the pandemic, it makes it difficult. I'm starting to think I just need to go to the grocery store three times a week instead of once every two weeks. And I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of just complaining at this point. <laughs> be something that that works for for you you know what i mean and if that's the way you have to do it and you find you have success that way and, and it's you know feasible for your schedule 
then do it. You know, most people like to go once a week. So I would recommend to those people try to do, get set some time aside to do some planning, like planning, just like anything in life is going to set you for success. So if you sit down on a Saturday night or Sunday morning and plan, I'm not saying you have to plan every single meal you're eating that week, but pick one. If you struggle with prepping one meal, say it's lunch. I always, I do great with breakfast. I do great with dinner. Lunch, the wheels fall off. I'm, you know, at a time I go grab fast food or whatever. And I think that's holding me back. Then strategize this week. I'm going to plan out my lunches. So every day for lunch, try to figure out what you're going to have and shop for that. Prep those meals. As long as you're still doing good with the other ones. Now you've, you've made some progress with one minor change, you know, without trying to, to correct, you know, knock the whole thing down and, and, and start over. So there's, there's ways to strategize that, but like anything, it comes down to some pre-planning and, and, and a little bit of, of just doing some, you know, like back work on that. Yeah. That's solid. That's a solid point, right? Uh, yeah, it is. If you don't plan, right. Failure to plan is planning to fail. Uh, you said something earlier and I thought of this quote, uh, it was by Samuel Zwemer, I think his last name is. He's a philosopher, uh, Christianity-based uh, guy from back in the 40s. And he said, great victory has never been possible without great sacrifice. And, and that, that, that kind of just came to me. And I'm like, what you're saying is the bottom line is this. You've got to sacrifice some things. Mike, you have to move. You have to keep moving. Right. You can't you can't just sit around and, and, and let this pandemic take your life over. You have to get outside. You have to go hiking and uh, fresh, air. fresh air, oxygen. Right. And when it's raining for a, a week straight. I don't know, man, I'm going to have to water and lots of water. Right. But but uh, it's it requires change. You got to I got to make some changes. And I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for a lot of people actually watching this show right now. I, I know I pick on myself because, you know, who else am I? I can't pick on Rebecca, you know. <laughs> you always do. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but hey, so so real quick, Chris, how does somebody t- take a part in your in your uh, Beyond the Bite Nutrition? That's the name of the business. Let's yes, let's yes. let's push your business here too. How do how do we contact you and, and take advantage of what you offer? Absolutely. So we are uh, Beyond the Bite Nutrition and Lifestyle Coaching. We uh, we our Instagram page is just at Beyond Bite um, and Facebook um, same name. And we, we post a lot of informational content out there just for the general public, not only for our members. We do have private groups for our members only. Um, but anybody that wants to work with us, our um, our email is Beyond the Bite Nutrition at gmail dot com. You can simply inquire via email and then the step-by-step process is pretty much we get to know you. We have an assessment process where we learn um, about you, your goals, um, and any type of exercise that you might currently be doing and and really um, your eating history. There's a whole, you know, form. We get to know a lot of information about you. And from that, um, we, you know, kind of together come up with a plan that's, that's going to work best for you. And and we like to involve, um, our members in that process versus just telling them, here's what you're going to do. And, and that's it, you know, understanding the why behind everything that we're, that we're coaching to do is what's going to set our members up for long-term success. So our biggest goal with, with each person we take on through the program is to not only help them reach their goals, of course, but to educate them on the process because, you know, it's not nutrition coaching is something like Mike had said earlier that most people are really just going to do for a certain time. It's not necessarily something you do forever. So we want to give those that are doing it as many of the tools as possible so that when they do leave us, they can continue to have success on their own and just understand how to eat and, and how to you know treat their bodies the right way so that they're going to not only look their best, but really feel their best. Right. Which is key. Look, you can look good, but if you feel like garbage, man, what good is it, right? Yeah. Mike, let's give a push for Orange Theory Fitness, man. I'm I'm more than happy to uh, send people in your direction. How do, I mean, where are we now with Orange Theory Fitness during this pandemic? You said the gyms are opening back up? They are, and, and every state is a little bit different. So we had, going into the pandemic, there was 1,300 studios, and at one point, all of them were shut down. And, uh, the first one's open back up. Ironically, we're in China. 
So they're up and running. They're great. <laughs> no, there's uh, studios. There's about 300 open now. As far as locally in New York, we're in a different situation. But right. I didn't anticipate sometime mid to late June. Hopefully we're, you know, if they say it's the time to go, then we'll be back in there. But you can always go to marcyourfitness.com. And I know many of your listeners won't just be from the 518. So they can go on there and type in where they're living. And there's usually Orange Theories just about everywhere. And um, thing is, is whether it's Orange Theory, a personal trainer, um, nutrition consultation, like we invest our money and our time into so many different things that aren't exactly that important. And whenever something happens, even for people that are members or have a personal trainer and a pandemic happens and we come back, the first thing they cut is their fitness or the nutrition. And I, and I just think that is so ass backwards, Yeah. right? Go yeah. look to save money on your car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe the next time you get a new lease, you should, you know, chop off a hundred bucks on there, invest in your body, invest in your health, because that's literally all you have. And uh, that's right. it, is, it is an investment. And I'm not saying you have to go to orange theory for the rest of your life, go for two months. And when you're there, listen, learn, ask questions, so you could steal the information and I don't care if you ever come back. And as Chris said with his clients, anytime I've ever personal trained people, especially, you know, coming from Amsterdam, I know that, you know, it's not an area where people are making a ton of money. There's some people that do well, but uh, I would always train people in 10 sessions. And my goal was to push them into my group fitness because it was a lot more affordable, mm-hmm. but I was always trying to educate them and teach them movements that they could move on from me and they could do that stuff in the park and they could do it at home. And it's, I look at Facebook and I see a lot of my former clients. They know how to train and many could be personal trainers. So when you do make the investment, listen, learn, challenge your trainer, ask questions and and take that investment. And you could pass that along to your kids, to your family, to your friends. And then someday when you're in the grocery store and you walk past them and they're going to say, hey, Mike, what should I do for this? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you, you, I, I'm going to tell you, you said a couple things that, that hit me kind of hard today, nephew. So I, I thank you for it. But when you, when you said to me, yes, I know you felt them. I did good advice too, for people when it comes to like their budget with fitness. A lot of times, like Mike said, that'll be the first thing to go. Um, one thing I would definitely recommend doing with regard to your finances and your budget is Whatever you're looking to do for fitness, say it's to join a group fitness class, whether it's Orange Theory or something else, and figure out what, what's the monthly cost. So say it's, you know, you're looking to join a class that's 150 bucks a month. On the surface, if you're someone who's new to exercise and you're used to seeing ads for Planet Fitness where it's like 10 bucks a month, you're like, ah, it seems expensive. Break it down at a cost per day. So if you're looking at something that's 150 right. bucks a month, there's 30 days in a month, it's costing you five bucks a day. Think about what you spend five bucks a day on. You can probably cut out five bucks a day somewhere. And, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No, so true. Uh, Mike, what, what hit me was when you said, uh, when we were talking about commitment and you, and you said, look how committed you are to your show. You're on time every day and you're calling me one minute of and say, we want to make sure we're on time. And it's true because yeah, it's just, it's just true, man. I got to, I got to kind of reorganize my thought process and my perspective, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I've done it many times, and it just doesn't. I, I have troubles sustaining the uh, the goal and the mission. So, it's got to shift your priorities. You've started a dozen bands. You got to be able to start your. It's <laughs> a lot harder than just getting in the gym and, and moving a little bit. Well, uh, listen, <laughs> you ever see me sweat when I play, brother? I work up a sweat. <laughs> Take a couple in too when you're. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you're throwing me under the bus now. <laughs> getting you back for dropping uh, bombs last. We were not air. <laughs> no, listen. I want to thank you guys uh, so much for for joining us today. It was good information. I know. Awesome uh, information. Right back. You got back. You got any questions for them before we let these guys go back to their workout? No, I'm, I thought it was. Great information, really. Aren't they done for the day? No, they're never done. <laughs> hey, guys, listen, I'm going to let you go. Awesome thank thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank yes, you. You got it. Chris awesome Gross, show. Chris Gross, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Altieri talking to us about fitness, taking us from fat to fit. Thanks, guys. We're going to let All you right. go. Have yourself an awesome day. All right, so. Bye, guys. Beck.
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm starting my right. life over right now. When I hang up this when I when this show is over, I'm starting my life over. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I, I already decided not to shave until the salon's open. I said, I'm done. I'll let my hair go. I'm gonna I'm not gonna shave, but I'm gonna lose weight. I told you last okay. week, didn't I tell you that last week? I'm committed what? that I'm gonna lose weight. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Drink your water. I'm I have, I have my water here. That's, anyway. that's too small. Let's uh let's see what we got here in the room. Let's say goodbye. Yes, I know, Pucky, I know. <laughs> he's telling he's Oh my gosh. I love you. <laughs> well, Karen listen. Damiano. Yeah, we had a we had a room full today. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm, glad they, I'm glad everybody stuck around. They hear hear this. Hey, uh, These guys are good. Very good. They know There's their stuff. Information. Sun's out today. I'm gonna be outside walking and doing my cabinet push ups. Your cabinet push ups? That's what I do. Cabinet? In my kitchen. Oh. <laughs> well, I lean on my cabinet and I do my push ups. I need to I need to do that. <laughs> I really do. Now, here's here's what I like about um Mike and Chris having guys like that on the show. They were great. They're very knowledgeable, but they're cool guys. You know what I mean? They're just good guys. They have a passion. They you could tell they're passionate about nutrition and fitness and and they do want to help people. They're not just, you know, Right. It's not all about money. Like a lot of the big, you know, yeah, a lot of the companies are, they're not. Yeah. Or, or muscle, you know what I mean? You get, you get guys right. where, you know, it's just all about the muscle and it's, that's not the case here. Right. So no. very, no. uh, very proud of them both. And I think they're going to do very well. Yeah. Well, that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to inspire people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I'm being serious. Listen, today we're talking about health and fitness and 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 you know, taking care of your body and and taking in nutrition, right? And I'm hopefully we inspired our viewers. Thursday, we have someone who's going to talk to us about how to live a joyful life. I'm excited about that. Well, all of them I'm excited about. That, that's cuz you're waking up to the vibe. That's right. <laughs> Benedict Arnold tomorrow.